Hey, hey, Jesse. What's up? Sick donuts, bud. <laughs> so, why are there donuts in here? Did you guys have a donut bet? We had another donut bet. We On, did. What was the bet? Because yeah. I didn't hear. I didn't hear about it. Well, Jesse, uh, you know, ye of little faith. <laughs> hey, I had faith. I just thought it would take longer. You know, Jesse. I, I think. I think what it is, Adam, is he's just too humble. He's far too humble. He, because okay. you and I were looking at him like proud parents. Oh, we lo- yeah, he's our show. boy. That's our boy. Yeah, it's, yeah. He's he's talking about. Even though I look down on you guys, he he does. He's in, our tall in every boy. Respect. Short kings. <laughs> in, in every, we're short kings. Doesn't yeah. respect us, and he shouldn't. No, no, that's <laughs> fair. But Jesse makes this amazing website, and also this amazing app. <laughs> And he was telling me, he was walking me through the numbers. How many people downloaded the app? And I said, I bet you by Saturday at noon, we will have 5,000 downloads. Of the app? Of the app. Jesse, how are we doing? We currently have 6,800 downloads what? in 48 hours. Yeah. And we've reached the top 200 of free apps in the entire app store on iOS. We cracked the top 200. We were at like 190 or something. But that top 200 is pretty exclusive company. So we were beating um, the Amazon Echo app. At oh, one my point. God. That's we so were, It was like, I think it was at like 190. It was us, then the Zara app, then like a Bitcoin <laughs> app, and then Amazon, and then I think CIBC uh-huh. or something. We were... There's some never big heard names of that we so, never heard we of crossed. Bitcoin there. CJ would have been like, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> so it was a pretty, it was pretty cool. But yeah, since we had the bet, and I thought, it, I thought like, okay, it'll take the weekend. We'll probably cross five thousand. Maybe in a week, we'll get to like something special, like ten k. But I didn't think forty eight hours we'd hit five thousand, which was just spectacular. So Steve won uh, the donut bet that we had in very short time. Hey, <laughs> I read the comments. Don't mind if I do. They, they were saying Steve looks like the kind of guy who would look at a box of donuts and go, "Don't mind if I do," because I think they're I don't, they're either calling me fat or a dad. I think no, probably they're a dad. they're doing the Drake meme to you. Oh, yes, you know, the, yes, Drake's the yeah. type of guy to say "Totally do." You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the you know maybe he is. That, they're doing that to you now, Damn. which is hilarious. Anyways, thank you for downloading the app. That's it's, incredible. It's been uh, a crazy forty eight hours. We need one hundred more. Within the uh, announced time, like there was like an hour, and then you guys crashed the app. Oh, yeah. We sent out our first notification for uh, the Steve Dago podcast episode, and then too many people clicked on it, and it wasn't ready for that moment. The widget that controls that part of the app, it you crashed that specific widget. So the full episodes tabs were down for like a couple hours. It's incredible. SDPN radio is amazing. So, so that's just, okay, there were still people asking, because I don't think everybody actually saw it, but if you click on the app and SDPN radio, it's just us saying old shit, like our old radio, yeah, like yeah. Our, old, our old shows. So yesterday I was listening to February 5th, 2020, oh really not that long ago, and we were earnestly talking about, man, would you trade Kasperi Kapanen for Alec Martinez and Jack Campbell? I don't know. I think Kapanen's too much. <laughs> We were wrong. <laughs> yeah. We were, that would have been... Yeah, that like would have been a steal. 
I, Dubas could work the rest of his life. I don't think he would have a bigger fleecing. No, that's an incredible trade. It's a really, really I, good. And I was like, I don't know about this Campbell guy. Somebody messaged me and they're like, I'm listening to SDPN radio right now. And there's a lot of construction in the background. And I I remember being outside that studio, which, you know, with all due respect to Bell Media, um, is not properly soundproofed. And 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 also on top of that, um, uh, you know, it it doesn't help that they happen to be on the street that the city goes, we're going to dig that street up every year. Like, I don't think Bell, when they when they moved the radio stations down there, thought, oh, this is the street that they will quite literally tear up every month of every year. Uh, Richmond and Duncan, if you don't know the intersection in downtown Toronto, they repaved the whole thing during the pandemic two months later. So pandemic, they repaved the whole thing. It looks amazing. And then I'm not kidding you. July, by July last year, they dug up half of it again. Dude, I... I don't remember why we were in that area, but I hadn't seen you guys in that area in forever, in over a year. And, I, and, and I'm like, it looks the same. What happened? Yeah, I know. What yeah, happened? I don't they know if you saw my the whole time. I had a TikTok and I was I had parked my Mustang out, outside and there was this oh, three, foot, three foot deep sinkhole. Huh? Did you see that? No. Yeah, no, right there. So that's why they had to dig it up again because there was a sinkhole underneath and I actually like, called it into like is it 311 or 411 or whatever it is and like and and had to had to say hey guys there's a gigantic sinkhole right near my car and uh and it took them two or three weeks to repair it they had to dig the whole thing up and that's crazy so sdpn radio it's just uh <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> it's it's all of our old shows playing on loop 24 7 and it seems like it's the underrated favorite feature of the app that's so it's such a great idea i would have never thought of that yeah we were talking about a guy who i think he was like a toronto rapper slash influencer who as a prank was on a flight to jamaica remember this is february 2020 this loser he's on a flight to jamaica Mm -hmm. and he stands up on the plane and goes hey everyone i just want to let you know i just got back from wuhan province and they can't land in jamaica so they had to turn the plane around and did you go on this rant? I remember Because that, that yeah. guy, he's like, oh, I go to Jamaica five times a year, and he lives with his parents and everything. But there's all these people who had, like, saved up for years. I'm trying to think of my parents who went to Jamaica after 25 years of never leaving Canada. I'd like, imagine them going on that flight and then having a day of their vacation ruined because of some asshole trying to get clout. And then I said, and this dates the show, when do we find out he's dating chair girl? <laughs> <laughs> Who, by the way, is a millionaire. Well, Why? Ch- yeah. Chair Girl has like tens of thousands of followers. If anybody doesn't know who Chair Girl is, she's she was just like 18 and there was like a video on Snapchat of her. Literally, she threw a, a balcony chair off of her 30th story balcony right ice near the garden. It was an ice condos? Yeah. Of course it was. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, and then she like, it was like, a, it caused like a media storm because it first off, there was the witch hunt, witch hunt on who is this person. Mm-hmm. Right. And then she shows up to the courthouse and like the whole thing is like she used it to leverage to get a bunch of followers on Instagram. She spent the entire pandemic in like Atlanta and you'd see her like her stories completely like pre even the vaccine existing. She, they would be like face to face in a club in Atlanta, just going bananas. And, and like, it was, I remember thinking like, holy shit, like I can't believe this stuff still happens. But, um, but yeah, man, like she's, she is, she just bought a $2 million house in Toronto. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, well, at least on, it didn't work. Currently on the SDPN radio, which you can find on the uh, SDPN app or on SDPN.ca slash radio. Oh, cool. Sorry, it's also there. 
Um, one to remember from November 25th, 2020, which I believe is the episode that Ken Reed was on. Oh. Is that... Oh, yeah. One that to remember. Was, I believe that would be... We were talking about his book. Yes, he was on... That would have been a Zoom episode, November 2020. And Because I remember listening to the February one going, oh, this sounds like really good. Like, I guess... Oh, wait. We were still in a, like a radio studio when we were doing this. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ken Reed. No one can spin a yarn like that guy. No, and we have to also thank Adam specifically for <laughs> SDPN Radio. I just noticed this. It, we were looking for a sponsor. We couldn't find anybody to sponsor the radio station because, you know, radio is driven by ads, obviously. Yep. Yep. But thankfully, one sponsor stepped up to the plate. Adam's History Corner. Ah, they are sponsoring oh, SDPN all that Radio. So thank you to the sponsors, Adam's History Corner, for providing the funds so we can run this radio. Oh, you're welcome. Charge as, them as, the ass. as the head of the Adam's History Corner Trust, um, <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, was just happy to do my part for SDPN Radio because nobody needs cold takes like you. We recognize that, and SDPN.ca slash radio is the place to get it. Thank Idea you for supporting local business. <laughs> So we can insert ads, obviously, into the radio station. Sure. Will you record a couple ads for Adam's History Corner that totally. run on loop? Yes. <laughs> like once an hour, they yeah. come up on SDPN Radio. Hey, do you want to hear boring <laughs> stories you'd normally hear from your grandfather? Tune into Adam's History Corner. <laughs> hey, for sure. I'm in. That's What's, so funny. What you have to understand about Genghis Khan is so Genghis Khan. <laughs> now let me tell you something. <laughs> Instead of developing a personality, I... Developed an interest in history. It's like, <laughs> that, hey, do you want to talk about the Jack Eichel trade or do you want to get super in-depth about what was in different ration containers? Yeah, well, we can do that. They, well, okay, so they had two graham crackers at the start of the war, but then they had to go down to one <laughs> graham cracker. And that's how they invented s'mores, you see. Mm -hmm. It's because they would make fires in the trenches. And anyway, thank you. It was the style at the time. I, it's it's how I sound. I know that. I and I just have one it. last thing on the app. Uh, some people have had troubles with notifications not saving, so uh, that's definitely a problem. Like I noticed it as well. So there's an update coming, but it takes like seventy two hours for the updates to push through because Apple has to approve it with like a human. Same with Google Play. So like in the next week or so, there'll be an update to the app that'll solve the notification issue. And thank you for letting me know about it on our Discord. How does it feel to, have for your app there. to suck ass, Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Wow. You got donuts because of this app. <laughs> Consider <laughs> working harder. Yeah. <laughs> Do your goddamn job. I'm taking back the donuts. Um, uh, just breaking news after uh, of like a few hours ago, Brady Kachuk has been named the captain of the Ottawa Senators. What a surprise. We're, we're all shocked. <laughs> You know what? I feel like they delayed this just because everybody knew it was coming and they're like, we're not going to give it to you when you want it. We're going to do it later. Yeah. Because we're the senators. And, and you know also, what? you made us wait, so screw you. Yeah. Well, I mean, so great, right? Hooray. I mean, yeah, that's the captain. There you go. That's who it should be. And they made the right choice. Good for them. Okay. Now, bring up Brady to bring up Matt. <laughs> because <laughs> if Kevin Weeks is to be believed... Matt Kachuk was almost traded to the Buffalo Sabres. Although, from what we've heard, probably not. The, 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 the Flames are saying that that's a lie. Lie detector, lie detector test determined that was the lie. Mm -hmm. um, but, but Weeks obviously had somebody tell him that. He didn't just tweet it. Yeah, so CJ had a, had a good uh, thought on that Kevin Weeks tweet because uh, a lot of people were looking at that package and going, Jesus Christ, Like, why, why didn't the Sabres take that one? Mm -hmm. And what and CJ's theory was those things could have potentially been offered, but not all at once. 
Hmm. So it wouldn't have been Kachuk and and and, and Kachuk and a top prospect and two firsts. It no no no. That doesn't make any sense. Um, actually, I was listening to it on the way here. The last uh, CJ show was really really good. Mm-hmm. Really really good. Some leaf stuff in there too. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about some of the leaf stuff too. But the it, it sounds like the weeks the Kachuk thing wasn't real. Yeah. That wouldn't be the flame uh, I would expect to go the other way. But it's another one of those things where it's always him, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, and then I don't know if you saw the game last night, but and I, I hate to say this, but even though he scored, Makachuk cost him a point last night. Oh, really? Well, yeah, well, he got... He got he, he got a fucking penalty from the bench for chirping the ref. No! And when? then uh, first period... Okay. Zero zero, nothing on the line at this point. So oh, he's chirping okay. the ref, and then he gets an unsportsmanlike. And then I think it's Miro Heiskanen passed it over to Jamie Ben, and Jamie Ben scored his first goal. He's never scored a goal this year, and like and it was on that ensuing power play. Now Kachuk made up for it the next period because he scored, but I believe Dallas won in either overtime or like they won by a goal. And they got screwed a few days ago too on just a clear trip. Mm-hmm. Clear trip that was missed. It was a yes, it was a call yes. that was missed by the ref, yeah. and Matt Duchesne scores a goal. It's always him. Always hockey's anti Forrest Gump. <laughs> He's just attached to everything. But I can understand. Remember we were talking about um, last year with the Flames and Jake Muzzin flipping the puck at him. And I'm sure Flames fans are tired of hearing about this, but you're going to hear about it again. And then you know, Flames like Flames players going, God. Like, and nobody wanted to stick up for him because it's like, dude, like, why do you keep doing this? If, if we use that, what we saw last night as an example, I could understand why as a teammate, you'd be like, dude, you're yeah. making me kill a penalty because you were talking too much. Are you serious? Yeah. At least punch someone in the face. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta block shots. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, you're putting us at risk here. I'm not saying that he doesn't care about the team. He very clearly cares. Sometimes though, like with Sidney Crosby in his younger years, you care too much. And it costs you. Well, and and I remember at the time being like, how could you ever complain as a teammate of Sidney Crosby? But then you you see him now, and it's like, oh, look. Look how much better he is now that he's Sidney Crosby and doesn't do those things. Yeah, and it's and listen, we get it. Sidney won a cup early on. I get it. But like, don't sit here and pretend. If you watch any of those late uh, pre-2010 Pen- Penguins teams like it wasn't easy to get under Sidney Crosby's skin. If oh, you yeah. if you blew in his ear, he would lose his mind. Oh yeah, and, and well, Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and you could be a nobody. You could be just guy, guy making league men guy, and you could send Crosby over the moon. And now he just destroys you with his play, and has been doing that for a decade. Part of the part of the reason I think Crosby and Ovechkin have had the longevity that they've had, and um, are as kind of unflappable as they are is they got introduced to the league with a bunch of kind of holdovers from a previous era like Sidney Crosby cut his teeth literally going up against Darian Hatcher and Ooh. and his stick and living in Mario's basement for a while yep. too. he got the teeth cross-checked out of his mouth and then scored an overtime winner Penguins didn't win a lot of games in Crosby's rookie year, but I remember that one. Do you remember when he broke his jaw and then how he spoke differently? For, didn't he break his jaw? I'm going to look this up. I'm pretty I, sure. Oh, 
That was early on too, and I think that was Hatcher as well. It might have even been that game. Yeah, uh, puck in the face. Yeah, I, I think it was a puck in the face. It was a slap shot. He's really been through deflected it. slap shot. Twenty thirteen. It was a Dano. Is it Dano Char hit him in the jaw? But yeah, he did break his jaw. Char. And then if, I don't know if you remember it for that season, but I do, where he spoke differently. Like he kind of had a different, and I'm sure he's had that corrected. Yeah. But it takes a long time to recover. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, Kadri broke his jaw in junior. And I remember he told me uh, at the World Junior Camp that the doctor said it would take like two years to fully heal. Oh. Yeah. On the Kachuk thing, he must be in some serious trouble. And like that's not. Matt Kachuk? Yeah. What do you think? Okay, the refs get yelled at all the time. Oh. This happens consistently in hockey. We saw it on the All or Nothing doc. Yeah. Like the the coaches are yelling at them. So for a ref to just be like, no, you're done. From the bench. From the bench. Yeah. True. That means the refs know Matt Kachuk was yelling. The refs know Matt Kachuk has a history of this. The refs know we're not going to put up with your shit. That's not good for him. You never want to be on the ref shit list. And we all know who's on it. Yeah, if that's anybody else, you can yell at the ref. The first number one on that list forever and ever, amen, is Nazem Kadri. Yeah, 100%. Dude, he got got a misconduct for (laughs) getting a stick swung at his head and saying, (laughs) I didn't like that. (laughs) He got a misconduct for that. uh, And Matt Kachuk's now on that list from the bench. Oh, yeah. This isn't great for him at all. He he clearly, his reputation is... It's uh, everybody knows it. No, and that is something he can control. Yeah, he can control now. Yeah, well, maybe he can't. <laughs> well, this is the problem, right? And we already know the Flames. If they don't think you're a, a fit, it doesn't matter how good you are, they'll get rid of you. Dougie Hamilton. They didn't think he was a fit. Mm-hmm. Now we all know how we feel. He about went to that. museums. Yeah. Him. How dare you? How dare you read a book? Idiots. Get out of here, nerd. <laughs> Stupid nerd. Go make millions of dollars somewhere else, nerd. Um, the so, Bruins and the Flames and, and the, the Carolina yeah. Hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. Um, yeah, the Flames will get rid of you. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it seems... <sighs> Listen, I know that they've had a good start to the season and they've added a lot, but they're one of those frustrating teams, and I, I got a lot of messages from Flames fans, where I'm like, just do something. that You've obviously been unhappy with the build of your team for some time and it's going to be one of Kachuk or Gaudreau. Just do something. They can't now. They're winning. Yeah, they're doing great. Well, they're winning and so I I had a tweet yesterday that was a little misunderstood. It was basically I was thinking about the thought process of a team like the Flames who is in on Jack Eichel Mm -hmm. and I was wondering how do you go from wanting to to being willing to give up all those assets for Jack Eichel and then you don't get them and you do nothing. Like my thought was, well, now you move on to plan B. And what's plan B? Well, who could it be? Who could, who could it be? So you move on and you do something. Now all the messages I got from Flames fans were, ah, you don't know Brad for living. He loves doing nothing. <laughs> He's good at it. It's, Flames oh. fans are, uh, they're a fun group because they, they get it. They're like, yeah, uh, <laughs> we're frustrated too, man. Yeah, there yeah. they are. Yeah, there they are. It's every every Canadian's least favorite team. I don't think own. the Flames have a backup plan. If I were to guess, I think that they were like, here's a swing at a once in a lifetime player, uh, and we're winning. So if we get them, great. If we don't, great. Like I, I that don't could see, be the case. I don't see it as a a thing that the Flames have to do. Look at how they've started six six one and three, and they probably the way they played Dallas last night, they should have won. 
Um, they should have won the game before as well. That that six game win streak should not have been snapped. That was a missed call. They shouldn't have lost that play. game to Nashville. Yeah, no, shouldn't have. Uh, the game no, have. Um, <laughs> now those those add up, right? Let's talk about the Jack Eichel trade. Oh, did he get traded? <laughs> yeah, because that was where we were going here. So, um, I guess I guess you know uh, the first thing that anybody wants to talk about is who won the trade. So you got Jack Eichel in a conditional pick, which I believe is the 2023 third rounder. Sabres got Alex Tuck, Peyton Krabs, who's a former... Um, Alex Tuck, who's under contract for like three more years. Peyton Krabs, who was like a 13th overall pick two years ago, and two conditional picks back, one of them being, I believe, a first and one a third. Can Tuck, I read the Tuck's conditions on the pick? More. Yeah, yeah, Four please, more after please. this one. So the picks that went, the first round pick to Buffalo... If the pick is in the top 10, Vegas will instead transfer their 2023 first round pick to Buffalo. The uh, second round pick that went to Buffalo, if Vegas's first round pick in the 2022 draft is in the top 10, then Vegas will transfer their 2024 second round pick instead. Wow. And then the condition of the trade that of the pick that went over to Vegas if Vegas's first round pick is in the 2022 draft is in the top 10, then Buffalo will transfer their 2024 third round pick instead. So that's a little complicated, but there's a lot of stuff going on there. So it's really complicated <laughs> for us, but also it makes it difficult for Vegas to do more business. Mm. And I wonder if this is what held up the deal. Because, yeah, you got to put conditions on it because of Jack Eichel's uh, situation. Obviously, it's kind of fluid, but Vegas can't use those assets now. Right, it's up. not just the assets that they end up giving up; it's the assets that they may need to give up. And if anybody cares, they have seven people on LTIR right now. It's wild—a grand total of sixteen million dollars. So, if you're mad about the uh, the lightning from last year, well, let me tell you. I mean, the the cap is made up. The, the difference is Vegas is really not doing well. With no. all those guys, yeah, there. and like, the other the cap is made up thing part about this trade is that Jack Eichel was on their main roster this entire time so that they could reach the cap floor. Oh, and once course. they made this trade, they were under the cap floor, so they had to go to the Islanders and get Johnny Boychuk's dead contract just to reach the floor. So that was another trade that happened, and the Sabres got Johnny Boychuk to reach the floor, and they traded back nothing. I mean. Future considerations. You know, Lou, Lam <laughs> Lou Lamarello wins again. Uh, I mean... Unbelievable. I mean, man. Yeah. It so it's a joke that Jack Eagle could count against their cap. That's ridiculous. The cap is made up and, and the system needs to be fixed in the next CBA. Yeah. The whole They're not going to do point, that. Why fix it? It's already point, fucked up. Yeah. The whole oh, point God. of the cap is to prevent teams from spending too much money. And last year's Stanley Cup champion spent nearly $100 million. So... Mm. Like, and the I, worst teams don't spend enough money. Yeah. Yes. That's another big uh, thing. Man. It's broken on both ends. Bless bless both the up. players on the Sabres roster for winning any games, let alone how many they've already won this season. Oh, Darlene. Did you see him yesterday? No. Oh, he... Oh, oh turnstile? Oh, hang on, hang on. I'll, get, I'll pull it up. But Are no, you we, pulling up the gif? Oh, Jesse, uh, it's I'll, really I'll bad. It it's when it, when it rains, it pours for the poor okay, guy. Okay, here it is. Here it is. I got it, Jesse. I'll text it to you. It's... Well, let's let's just say that's a dang it. Yeah, it's one of the worst... Look, look at this. So the goal went in. He's upset. Whack! <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor that's guy. That's Bobby Orask. 
That's, that's yeah. almost Bobby Orr winning the cup. Oh. Uh, uh, wow. Yeah. What do you say to the coach? Please don't play me for the rest of the game. <laughs> that's, uh, and it's amazing because Sabres fans are like, oh, yeah, that's been a season in a nutshell. So, I didn't realize it was going that bad. <laughs> Yo, it's not good. And if you were to say to us preseason, hey, the Sabres are going to have a good start, you go, well, maybe Rasmus Dahlin stepped up. Oh, he would have to be a part of it. Right. He's their only recognizable player. There's yeah. 119,000 views on that. Oh, oh man, poor guy. <laughs> Oh, oh I hate to tell sucks. you, there's going to be more. Oh. <laughs> and hey, listen, they're they're they got 11 points. They're fourth in the East. Good for them. They're doing, Eleven. yeah, got 11 points, five, four, and one. They're they're actually 500. They were five, one, and one. What did you guys no. think of the trade and um, the pieces they got back? Man, is Vegas nothing like what we thought they were going to be? <laughs> um, <laughs> none point. of their first round picks from their first three years as a team are still with the organization. Uh, 2017, they picked three guys. Cody Glass is gone. Mm -hmm. uh, Nick Suzuki is gone. Eric Brandstrom is gone. 2018, they didn't have a first-round pick. I think that was the one they traded to Detroit for Tatar. And then uh, 2019 was Peyton Krebs, and he's gone. So look up who they drafted in the first round of 2020. He's gone, too. He's gone. But Vegas does get something that they sorely need. Um, they need an elite center and it makes the rest of the team look like such a much better. Oh, I said such a much, uh, it, it looks like a much better fit. Yeah. Like Chandler Stevenson, first line center. I'm sorry. No, you knew, but we knew that was going to change, right? They, like we saw with, against Montreal, what that meant. You right. And well, and like, oh, just wait till he comes back. And then he came back and nothing changed yeah. at all. Like, it's just. You're expecting this player who is fine mm -hmm. to be a game breaker. Yep. It's a little bit like the Bozak thing where we're like, okay, yeah, Tyler Bozak, but not first line center Tyler Bozak. Yeah. That's enough of that, please. But now <laughs> now you get a, a top three of Eichel, William Carlson. When he comes back, he broke his friggin' foot. Vegas can't buy anything except all the players. And uh, Chandler Stevenson. You have a one, two, three of that. It's yeah, pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I, I think it was Kevin Papetti that tweeted it last night. And he said, I love how the Sabres just casually traded for Mark, Spo Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, and Jack Eichel. The Sabres? Vegas. Sorry, oh, Vegas. I was, Vegas. I was like, whoa, Vegas. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. And signed Alex Petrangelo as a free agent. So if anybody... So we've talked about how the cap prevents trades. No, GMs prevent trades. Right. GMs are not creative. And you can... Listen, Vegas has had... More than their fair share of accusations of management not being necessarily upfront with the players. One thing that we can say is that they are cut and dry. Oh, they are they are cold as ice. And look at the players they have on the roster. If Jack Eichel is healthy, that is a scary team. Add him to Mark Stone, and you they could have a top line of uh, Max Pacioretty, Jack Eichel, Mark Stone. Oh, it's awesome! Yeah, and you look at the results that. of what they've. All the trades they've made and what they've got out of it. A trip to the Stanley Cup final. Mm -hmm. Two Western Conference final appearances. And then a first round loss where they could have gone either way. Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, they kind of got shafted there. Yeah. 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 So well, That's a lot of shooters. Like their, their performance on the ice is amazing for the team that they're building. Like Going for it works. We're yeah. seeing results for going for it. But what is the... There's a mood hanging over the Vegas Golden Knights. People are... They're kind of sick of them. Like they they've yeah. lost the baby fat of being the new franchise. It's always what happens. It's mm -hmm. the it's the crux of popularity. You become super cool until you're not cool. 
and then you're not cool anymore because you've been you've been cool and people are tired of you. People are happens. people don't like the Lakers unless you're a Lakers fan. Yeah, but they're going for it, you know. So like people aren't gonna like Vegas now that they're no longer the expansion darling. Yeah. People are gonna hate them because every year they're swapping guys in and out and they're treating this like a fantasy team, not your fantasy team because your sucks. But like, no, a, it's so bad. <laughs> like a regular shit. dude's fantasy team. We're just trying to get the best guys. I'm never, I'm never doing that again. With my goalie strategy, never doing that again. That's. I knew the Leafs were winning that game last night because I'm like, don't worry, everyone. Andre Vasilevsky's my goalie. You think he's getting a shutout? Shut up. No way. You made the Leafs win. I did. You're welcome. Me, me alone. But yeah, it's it's just it's a video game to the Vegas Golden Knight management, and it's cool to see. Um, we've been talking about Vegas. We ranted about the Buffalo Sabres for months, how they weren't going to get full value. They weren't going to get anything. I know some Sabres fans were a little underwhelmed. I thought they did really well. I thought they did too. I didn't think I, I was trying to figure out what the expectation would have been. And I think the Matt Kachuk, um, rumor really threw people off. Like I had a bunch of people right. who messaged me and they're like, well, it's it, now knowing what the flames were offering. Uh, no, I have to be honest. If if the, if Kachuk was in the deal, I take any deal with Kachuk in it. But from what I have heard, he was never offered. That's what I've heard. Enough people said Calgary was in on it that I believe it. Enough people said Carolina was in on it that I believe it. But, but what no one they mentioned any names. Yeah, yeah. It was only weeks. Um, and if they it, listen, and let me say this to Sabres fans: if if it's true that Matthew Kachuk was offered. Then you're right, Kevin Adams fucked this up. I would have done. I would have gotten Jack Eichel for Matt Kachuk straight up, if I was the Sabers. Okay, just take okay. it. That's a little much. Now what, is calm, it? Calm down. Yeah. Why? He's gonna play. We don't know that Jack Eichel's gonna play, guys. Well, that is the that's the wild card in all of this. I'm choosing to believe he's gonna come back and he's gonna be totally fine. Yeah, and I think the whole but, point of Kevin Adams waiting this out was that you wanted a decent package and not just. A warm body back for a guy who's not. Yeah, he wanted multiple people. Yeah, well, Peyton Krebs is going to have an opportunity to actually play. And he got made fun of for saying we want people who are dying to be Buffalo Sabers. And I mean that is a hilarious quote. But I do genuinely (laughs) believe Alex Tuck really wants to be there. Yeah, he's from Rochester, right? Uh, Syracuse. Syracuse. Yeah. Same thing. Am I right, folks? No. From the yeah, same thing. Um, (laughs) no, they 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 did a good job. Uh preparing for the future and everything. I think salary retention gets lost in all this. Mm. Oh, they could have got more if they retained salary. Well, no, there's a price for that. There's a reason you get more assets. It's because, like, let's say they retain $2 million bucks on Jack Eichel. Well, you're retaining that for, like, four or five years? There has to be a price to that. Imagine they retained half. $5 million bu- Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you could have got a king's ransom for that. But then you would have five million. Like at some point you have aspirations of being good and relevant. And like, you're going to want that cap space. They had those aspirations in 2015, 2014. Mm -hmm. Sorry. And you know, Mm -hmm. didn't really work out for the next half decade. No, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I think by being like, oh yeah, we'll just have 5 million bucks dead cap. and won't be a big deal. I think that's your, your, you're resigning yourself to being less than optimal for a long, long time. Yeah. Because if all you have to do really is draft well. If they draft well, this you know. This is the big thing with the Sabres. Boy, they've drafted like shit. They've, they've improved recently. 
Like, uh, like we're talking outside the first round. Mm-hmm. Like JJ Paterka, I was like, whoa, that dude, that that's a second rounder. Look at you go. Hmm. Um. Really underrated uh, aspect of the um, Sam Reinhart trade. A lot of people were underwhelmed with that, dude. They got Devin Levi in that deal, and he sort of goes under the radar as like uh, I think he was a seventh round pick. Panthers are, I, I guess, crushing it right now. I guess they're married to the idea that Bobrovsky is untradeable and Spencer Knight is the goalie of their future because they just they really flippantly got rid of Devin Levi. That's a good goalie, man. He's he's doing amazing to start the season, and he could be the Sabers goalie of the future. There it is. Who is the influencer that we made fun of? Levi Jenkins. That wasn't it. No, it was oh, Leroy. the dude with the watch. Yeah, yeah. It was Levi. Was it not? I don't remember his last name, but I th- I remember Levi. Yeah, I remember oh Levi. We did like a half an episode on. Yeah, I think you were complaining more than that. Leroy Jenkins, uh, <laughs> which is the Leroy Jenkins World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, best I clip prefer ever. the name uh, Levi Jenkins. Even Levi Jenkins, real name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what Le- Levi? I wonder what happened to Levi. I'm sure longtime listeners know who we're talking about and remember his handle. I don't, I don't even know how we brought him up. That's crazy. Know. Anyway, um, you know, I think I think that. Personally, I think Buffalo did fine by this. And, you know, I think the best thing that they have is they've got Alex Tuck, who's a guy that can, from what we're seeing, if he's healthy, he's doing 50 to 60 points a year. And, um, and then the other thing is good you have him hit. for a long time. Yeah, good cap hit. Good cap hit. Uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot there to like. And Peyton Krabs has played 13 games. He has an assist. But I doubt he's had much of a chance to really kind of jump in there. And, you know, then you get, you get some draft picks or whatever. Like, that's where the Sabres are at. I don't... I, I don't think this trade is all that bad. There was never going to be a miraculous solution here. You were never really going to love what came back, unless it was Ma- Matthew Kachuk, who I worship at the altar of. I think, I love him. I think he's amazing. I know, No, um, I get it. Well, uh, because you, you love him because you're a Leafs fan. And, yeah. And no one plays like that. Right. I think it was um, a producer I worked with at the fan, uh, Ryan Fabro. Um, I think he's the assistant PD there now or whatever. I think, he, I think you're right. Anyway, Ryan tweeted. He's like, he's like, I know this is incorrect, but I don't believe the Leafs have thrown a dra- uh, thrown a, a body check since 2013. <laughs> and like, and, and I, and he said that last night during the game when the Leafs were objectively playing well, I would like a guy like, like what Wayne Simmons is, but minus five years from Wayne Simmons body. Yes. Yeah. I know what you mean. You want like 20, I don't know, 12 Wayne oh. Simmons. Oh, yeah. Yo, if 2012 Wayne Simmons had played in Toronto, he would have had a statue. 100%. Statue, 100%. Sure. Can you he, imagine adding that era Wayne Simmons to the 2013 team? Oh. Oh! He's, you know, and uh, the thing is, I have to say with Wayne, everything that came out this week with the Hawks and stuff, his comments were amazing. Yeah. Wayne is so, like, I know everybody in the advanced stats community is like, what does he add on the ice? I think he does. And I think there is a personality intangible. I also think... <laughs> When he was going to kill one of the Pittsburgh Penguins or Wilkes-Barre Scranton players, yeah. Um, when when they were beating a seven to one, he was gonna he was gonna put someone through the roof. Yeah, it was the Simpsons moment where they play hockey and he's like, "Hack the bone." Yeah. <laughs> Wayne Simmons literally went in there with his stick and yes. hacked the bone. Yes, and he started a fight. That's, I had, it's I, intangibles. You can't. I had an edible and and <laughs> and uh, and Natalie had an edible as well, and she was like, "Wow, he really took a swing there." Yeah. Like we were super high. And we got into like a 10 minute conversation about why he would have done that. And she's like, wait a second, wait a second. So you're losing and you're trying to hurt them? And I said, yeah, because you want to make sure that the next time they come to town, that they remember 
what it was like when they embarrassed you. There's a little bit of sting to that, right? A little yeah, bit of... And hockey's also dumb. The hockey's super dumb. <laughs> so I, I very seldomly watch hockey like that. But there was a game that I happened to be watching like that. And it was the game from, I think it was the that big rookie year against the Canucks where there was a line brawl. And then um, it was Matt Martin jumped Troy Stetcher and then the goalies squared off. And I remember just freaking out because I was like, oh, there's a goalie. <laughs> yeah, I don't typically recommend watching hockey like that. <laughs> also, night of videos now. Can't do it. Can't. What do you mean oh. you can't do it? Oh, I could never watch a hockey game intoxicated. Anymore. Oh, no. No, no way. Under the influence. No way. Because I uh, remember Steve used to do LFRs intoxicated from time to time. I would do LFRs drunk. Yeah. Drunk FRs? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he'd have us all come in and be like, ah, and then like, what? And then, yeah, as a part of the intro. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. Like, we'd be like in the middle of a party and it'd be like, ah, you know what? I'm going to do a video now. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> he'd go and do it. It was great. Stupid. Um, I don't think it was great. Yeah. No. Oh, we did a couple podcasts drunk. Um, I uh, I have grown up. Anyways, Wayne Simmons, his I, oh, yeah, his interview I, with Chris Johnston. Definitely check it out in the Star. That was awesome. Awesome. Um, he and uh, like on the ice as well. I thought he struggled. He struggled to start the season, but his last few games last that, night that fourth line's been really yeah. effective. Yeah. Like uh, Nick Ritchie. Oh man, he's getting chances. They're just not going in. Uh, and yeah, he. Well, do you two. guys want to pivot to the Leaf game? Talk about it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, so, you know, one of the things that when you watch that Leaf game last night, the first thing is, and I tweeted this, I think, I just wish we could shrink Andre Vasilevsky. Like, oh, he's, big so big. Yeah. he's so big. He's so People are getting on him about his chest protector. I don't give a shit about that. Whatever. He shouldn't That's, be allowed to be that big and he's, flexible. He's enormous. And so there's that part of it. And then there's the part of it where the Leafs do not get in front of the net. So he's going to see every shot. And, and so it's like, I, I was watching this going, they deserve this game, but they may not win this game. And that third period, I, Jack Campbell was oh. absolutely unbelievable. LA must be going, why the hell did we give him up? It was, oh, I know. I know. It's honestly, Jack Campbell with the toughest 25 shot game i've ever seen mm -hmm. like the leafs did a pretty good job of limiting the shots against until they super didn't i said in the lfr yesterday that the leafs went 12 minutes without a shot i was wrong it was the lightning again night of lfrs it's to be expected but he was banana sandwich that that He's final so 10 good. minutes is, is jack campbell the best trade kyle dubas has made as the leaf general manager gotta be right i think so because like, it was clifford 
uh, and and hit for Grunstrom. Was it no? Grunstrom was the Muzzin trade, right? Grunstrom and Jersey went as a part was, of the Muzzin no, trade. No, it was Trevor Moore, and I want to say a third round pick for Clifford and Jack Armstrong or Jack. Uh, Jack Can you imagine? <laughs> Get this garbage out Get of here! Get this garbage out of here! Jack Campbell and Jack Armstrong and Kyle Clifford were traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs by the Los Angeles Kings on Wednesday for Trevor Moore. A third round pick in the 2020 draft and a third round pick in the 2021 draft. Ah, that's pretty good. That's a Kyle with those just picks flowing away. Yeah. Brendan Shanahan's looking there. He's shaking his head. He's like, no, did it again. And Kyle Clifford was a leaf for a hot minute and he will forever be the guy who decked Peter Morazic and brought David Ayers into that game. That's oh, oh no! I didn't even know that. Yep. Sometimes people just walk into your life and walk out, but they have a huge impact. And that was Kyle Clifford with Leafs Nation forever, forever and ever. Amen. Man, I, I think we'd all collectively forgotten about that, but not uh, you. I hadn't. No. Wow. There's an HBO show called Insecure that I really like. Um, and there's a scene where they go to a, a Kings game, and Kyle Clifford gets mentioned in the in the show. And I just sat there and I was just very happy because at the time he was the Leaf and he got mentioned in the show I like and it's on HBO and it's the one hockey scene. That's, that's my favorite Kyle Clifford moment. That's great. Yeah. That's great. There's a guy, he's had... Uh, <laughs> LA celebrity. He's had some Kyle moments. Clifford. LA celebrity. It's funny, like, <laughs> I guess the popular players in LA are kind of famous. I've always wondered about the sports dynamic and this is a, a side tangent that's so unnecessary, but I've always I'm wondered about it. the sports celebrities in LA because they have so many teams. They, I think there's like yeah. eight professional teams within the LA kind of area. Yeah. So like, are Kings players even famous? Like, oh, yeah. Drew Doughty walks in around in LA. People notice? I think so. Yeah? Well, also, I think he so, would stand yeah. out in LA. That's true. Yeah, like, everybody in LA is pretty, and then there's Drew Doughty. <laughs> hey. Which, like, no, 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 no. no. Let's be honest. Drew Doughty is an attractive man. He's he got the if, thing if he tried, <laughs> but what thing. he tries to do the he tries to do the mountain man thing. Yeah, and, and that's very not Los Angeles, right? Yeah, it's, LA is Jason very... Momoa attractive. No, 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 no? not at all. <laughs> not even no. at all. I don't know no. if I, I'm qualified to speak on this, but no, no, like not even. Listen, close. I'm not saying he's not good looking, but he's not the typical LA. LA Jason it's Momoa's like, got all his teeth. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Drew. It's, all these years later, he's like, nope. Still not getting them. No. <laughs> Lays likes it, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he it's walks true. around like a dude who looks like him and makes $11.5 million. Kopitar? Is Kopitar famous in LA? I would think within King's fandom, he would be huge. Yeah, I mean, like, um, King's fandom. That's tough to know. I mean, when they talked about, like, I used to listen to a show called Kevin and Bean religiously, and they were a spectacular show at K-Rock in Los Angeles. And I think they just... They were there for 30 years. And so, like, Kevin was a huge Kings fan and he had tickets. And I know he would mention Dowdy. And I know they mentioned Jonathan Quick was huge. Jonathan Quick was a yeah. big oh, yeah. deal there. And I think Jeff Carter was when he was there. Uh, yeah, if I'm remembering, sense. like, especially when they were going for their cup runs. Um, but I don't know that Anze Kopitar had that same. I know there's a lot of Kopitar jerseys every time the Leafs play the Kings. But I don't know if Anze Kopitar outside of that is like a star star. And I think. Kovalchuk went there because it was like, man, it's LA. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you know, I could be a star here. If he played well, he would have been. But um, it's... Can, can Dustin Brown walk around a Whole Foods without signing an autograph or taking a picture? I think so. And he's Probably. been there for like 18 million years. Yeah. 
I think he can. 18. Yeah, like I think yeah, longevity. Like they're not the football. It. They're not what you know. Jared Goff now, Matt, Matt Stafford, right? Yeah, they're, not, it, the, they're not even the Chargers. I know, know? I know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, but they're huge. They are huge. It's it's that's funny. Eh? I think it's I think Muzzin. It's so I'm sure would have been recognizable because of the beard. Oh yeah, there's enough Canadians in Hollywood to support the Kings. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. Isn't that the same thing with Tampa? You know, it's all just it's, it's all a lot of Canadians. A <laughs> lot of Canadians down there. Yeah. Where are the Canadian hubs in the States? Tampa, Los Angeles, I would think is a big one. Miami would be another big one. Asthmatics in Arizona. Oh, yeah. A lot of Western Canadians in Scottsdale. Really? Lot, yeah. I mean, it's a $200 flight. It's, it's cheaper to fly. Most of the time, it's cheaper to fly to Vegas than it is to Vancouver from Calgary. Oh, oh yeah. Like oh, most, yeah, because yeah, okay, there's laws in Canada. You may not know this, but you can't fly on a non-Canadian airline from city to city. So like United can't come in and fly you from Toronto to Vancouver, which is why our, which is why Canadians don't vacation in Canada because it's too right. expensive. It's supposed to protect jobs, but what it does, it just means that we don't, we don't vacation in our own country. Uh, we, uh, we flew to uh, Regina for the um, Team Canada announcement, December 2009. The, and, I, and, I, and I remember just staring. Your, your brain is broken. That's, I know. <laughs> I remember just staring at the ticket though because I was still in school, like, and Nike was flying me out to this event. Two thousand dollars to yeah. Regina. To Regina. Oh, yeah, God. I had one year where I was flying around. I used to host this show called Canadian Top Twenty, which is the closest thing we have to American Top Forty in Canada, except no one, no one cares. And uh, uh, the um, at the time, I was doing a whole bunch of interviews, and I was flying, so I was out of Calgary. I flew through every major Canadian airport that year. So Vancouver, uh, 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 like Calgary, Edmonton, and then I flew through the, the two major hubs at Regina, Saskatoon, uh, Winnipeg, you know, Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal, Nova Scotia, or like the one in, in, uh, in uh, just outside of Halifax. They've put it half an hour outside of Halifax for no reason. Isn't it Dartmouth? No, it's not in Dartmouth. No, Dartmouth is the first place you hit, but it's actually, I think it's, it's in the HRM, but I think it's, is it? I don't know. It's far. It's in the middle of nowhere. Um, and the, the ticket prices were insane. You couldn't believe it. Like it was, I think from, I flew from, I flew to LA and I flew Toronto or I flew Calgary to Vancouver to LA. And the, the, the trip to Vancouver was double the price of the trip to LA. This is wild. It's insane. And that's like, you're literally just hopping over the mountains. It's an hour. It's roughly the same to fly to Calgary as it is to fly to like England. Yeah. Like <laughs> to come home, to come home, I would have to I would have to put $2000 away just for air travel for me. Just me. Mm -hmm. From Calgary. That's what most people the people pay less than that to go to Mexico for a week uh, and eat and drink. It's crazy. Anyway, um It's okay. Canada's really small so you can just drive. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've heard that. Eh? Toronto, if you try to drive to 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 Manitoba from Toronto, it will take you over hours. 24 hours. Yeah. In the car, straight. Yeah. It's huge. Um Jack Campbell, unbelievable also. Um that contract extension. Oh, oh it's when, not. When do you think that's going to drop? Because we know they're negotiating it. You know they're going to sign it. You know he wants to be here. And by the way, his after that overtime goal that Willie scored, um, I Jack Campbell's got the best smile in a goalie mask. I always look at goalies like, how much emotion can I see in the little mask? Right. Jack Campbell's face squishes together. He means his smile, Ugh. and he was just loving it. 
He's just so nice. He's going to be here. So when when does it drop? Do we do a donut bet on that? I want you guys to do the donut bet on this one. Okay. Or all three of us. Are we donut betting? Let's donut bet. Three of us. Three of us? Donut bet? All right. I got something in mind. So what's okay. the bet, though? Is it the amount of years? Is it the amount of money? Or is it just when it drops? The when. When. Okay. We can do... Oh, the, I didn't even think about the, the money. I think we'd all be in the same ballpark in the money. So let's do Yeah, it's date. about five, right? Yeah. I was thinking like and four. A, yeah. High fours. And four or five, five years. Yeah. No, I have a theory that's I'm looking something up. Yeah. Okay. So wait, what are we doing money, term, or date? Date. Date. Okay. Closest to your day. So we'll count the days from when it's signed to the day you pick. Can you go over it? Yes. Closest to the day you pick. Regardless of if it's over or under. Whoever's closest to the day. Uh, I might have a date coming up. This is great. I'm sure this is a great lesson right now. Mm -hmm. Adam, do you have your date? I do. Steve, do you have your date? I do. I got my date. Adam, you're up. November 20th. Oh. Steve? February 1st. Why? Because the Leafs are in Detroit and Campbell is from Michigan and Dubas is a sucker for that shit. Well, that's interesting. January 17th. Why that? Because it's really close to February 1st? <laughs> no, you actually, uh, you're better, you're in a better position than me because you get all the rest of the season. Yeah. You know, like it's a little unfair, but whatever. I think um, I think about when the Matthews contract came down in the middle of the winter. Mm. I think about that sort of timing of the season as you lead up to the trade deadline. I think a January date, so I pick the middle of January. I'd like Dubas to plan for the future. You know, one of the things I heard on the CJ show is the Leafs are sort of actually in sell mode. Oh. They're shopping. Well, and it. that's what I was going to bring up next. So okay. it's so good that you you on, got that. But but at, well, let's let's the game. Let's talk to. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the game. Let's talk <laughs> oh, about the okay, 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 okay. You know, I'm Steve, and I'm going to steer this where I feel right now. <laughs> Mitch Marner, do your goddamn job. Mitch Marner, unbelievable game. He looked. He was on fire. The John Tavares goal uh, with so the good. with the net empty. I jumped from my couch. It was a great moment. Willie, best player on the ice. He was Matthews really good. also had a great night. Uh, I thought Matthews did too, and they stuck with it. What I didn't like during the game is the broadcast kept going back to God. They look so frustrated, just downtrodden, well, and I'm like trying hard. Yeah, but that's their whole thing is they get down on themselves. Right? The whole thing. No one denies what this team can do with their physical ability. But it's just pushing through those moments. And Tampa had too easy of a time controlling the Leafs, cutting them off in the neutral zone. And, uh, you know, Victor Hedman got a lot of shit for the, uh, the giveaway that ended up leading to the goal. But he gives the puck away, and then everyone forgets John Tavares exists. I, I had a screen cap in the video, it's at least the second time this season where Tavar like the greatest goal scorers in the sport know how to Jedi mind trick themselves into being invisible. Get open. Get open, but the he's surrounded like a perfect box of mm -hmm. four Tampa Bay Lightning players, none of whom are looking at him. They don't care that John Tavares is standing right there, a guy who could have a pretty mediocre season and hit 30 goals. And he just, all, all Marner's got to do is 
put the puck on his stick. It's not too complicated. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it goes in. Tavares having a sneaky good start. Four, you know, nine points in 11 games. After a rough start. Well, yeah. and they're on a four-game win streak, and he's arguably been the biggest part of that, maybe outside of and, goaltending. And I would say, too, that his shooting percentage is due to come up. He's only shooting 10% right now. I think nice. his career is about 13. So, there you go. You know, so that'll happen. And I, I, I have to say, that overtime goal with William Nylander. Good shit. Vintage. <laughs> and that is the... That's his shot. It's really good. It's yeah. unbelievable. I hope one day he makes the all-star team so we could shoot, see him in a shootout competition. Or in a, in a shots competition. They need to fix the skills competition where the guys who make the all-star team don't have to be in the skills competition. Yeah, just bring the you know? best skilled guys in. Exactly. That's how the every other sport does it. Just bring the guys who do the skill no, to the skills Jesse, competition. No, Jesse. We need to know what Leo Komarov can do in the skills competition. Like, you don't have, have to represent to, everybody. You don't have to be on the all-star team to be in the home run derby. You don't have to be on the all-star team to be in the three-point competition. Just fix that at yeah, NHL. And, and, yo, and, uh, <laughs> honestly, you know who else um, uh, who, uh, who else does it right is the NBA with the all-rookie teams. Mm, so that makes sure... Game, yeah. Like, imagine... The all-star game and like Matthews and McDavid are there in the rookie game, right? They used to and do they, it. Did they? They did. And I remember there was a year where Kovalchuk was the reason you watched. Wait till you get a load of this fucking kid. And But there was this other guy flying around the ice, deking around everybody. And I'm like, who is this? And it was Pavel Datsuk. <laughs> who the fuck is he who the, what did he ever do i know sometimes i'm like i'm not old and then i tell stories like that <laughs> <laughs> you're so old that his contract with the coyotes has expired i yeah yeah crazy shame. Yeah. pavel the uh, old gray beard datsuk but i remember watching that as a kid wanting to see kovalchuk tear these dudes up and i was like who is this other guy kovalchuk's not even the best russian on the ice this this guy's amazing, and he ends up being Pavel Datsyuk. Put that wow. back on the list. Put all rookie teams for the yeah. All-Star East versus West, East versus West, East know? versus West. Or uh, like they do or best. they do second year versus first year, I believe in the NBA. Yeah, rookies versus sophomores. Rookies versus sophomores. Because there's not always enough rookies, right? Yeah. So the Leafs have a cap crunch coming uh, with with um, Ilya Mikheyev due to come off LTIR here in a couple weeks. They got a million dollars, but his cap is one point six four five million dollars. Um. They have, sorry, less than a million dollars in cap space, according to Cap Friendly. So they've let it be known, apparently, that Travis Dermott and Justin Hall can be available for the right price. Luke Fox Jukebox, our boy, says it's probably something like an upper mid-round pick or maybe a rugged defenseman a la Zach Bogosian on like a one-year deal. I'd take that. Well, yeah, but I don't think Zach Bogosian wants it, but we love Zach Bogosian. I no. wish he would come back. Um, I find that interesting about Ely Mikheyev. To me, what is he on the block? Well, no, but I think at a certain point, you got to think he might be, right? Like, if this team is playing super well and he comes back and they need to clear some cap space and he's asked for a trade, like Nick Ritchie, for all the, the gears, people have been giving him shit, he's starting to look better, I think. Yes. He's starting to find his spot. Yes. Michael Bunting's looked fantastic. Are you missing Ilya McKayev? See, I don't, this is going to be very unpopular because he's a really popular player and I do think he's been good at times. Um, Bunting hasn't been so amazing that that's his spot forever. Okay. So remember, they wanted Mikheyev to take this and then he gets hurt. uh, So they want to see him. Before the season even begins, right? So they want to see him in games that count and he's, but he does have a lot of work to do. He's got to, he's got to be better than Bunting Mm -hmm. and Kerfoot 
who I think has found his spot in the lineup. Yeah, I think so I too. wanted him gone because yep. he was a bad fit for a third line left winger making 3.5. What? This team can't afford that. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to be third line center unless there's an injury, but you don't exactly plan for that. Right? So if here's what could happen. Mikheyev comes in, blows the doors off, and then all of a sudden you can afford to trade Kerfoot. What about Eng Vegas? Or more realistically, <laughs> it could be a guy like Engvalli. P- people are 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 I got a message last night going, How did Sheldon Keefe put Pierre Engvall out there on a five on three? Oh, I man Man, that guy <laughs> he can do he can do he some can do special stuff. things. He can. He can. But We've seen it. We've all seen glimpses of it. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if this is totally true, but last night I remember watching, and I think it was in the third period, and I think he was benched for at least a shift. I think Nick Ritchie stole his spot. Uh, okay, There's, so then... The coach doesn't... Doesn't trust him. Doesn't gel with the player. So, so then, so you've got Hall and Dermott. Yep. And the Leafs are thin on picks. So you can see why they would want a fourth or a third or a second or whatever they get. A right shot defenseman's worth a lot in this league, as we know. Should be. It seems like Timothy Lilligren has has earned his spot. My thing was real good. You wanted some depth, so if you are going to trade, we understand Justin Hall's contract is is more than double the cost of Travis Dermott. Yes, but include their contracts in this, and remember the Leafs' contract situation. Who would you want to see moved more? And it's not because you want either moved, but it's because what makes the most sense here for the Leafs that keeps them... Because the thing is, they are going for it, right? So if you're the Leafs, you got to figure out which of those two guys do you think helps you more in a, in, for the rest of the season? Who helps them more? And then you got to think about whose cap situation helps them more. Obviously, Justin Hall, if he moves, that gives them a little bit of air. Uh, now, Justin Hall's got some good history, right? He was pretty good in the playoffs last year. I'm pretty th- good last season. I'm, I tell you what I'm thinking about. Ice cream. I don't like when I think about ice cream. I've, I've told you guys about ice cream in the past. There, when I was at summer camp, the Dickie D guy would come around selling his ice cream, and I knew I needed $2 for the chocolate baseball glove with the gumball in it. Oh, I love the chocolate baseball glove. Oh. No, I do. And I would look, I've told this story before, you should know what I'm talking about. And I would look at the change in my pocket, I would put it in my hand, and I'd have like a buck sixty. And no matter how hard I stared at the dollar sixty, I couldn't make it into two dollars. I would stack it differently, I would arrange it differently, and it would come up as a dollar sixty the whole time. And I'm saying that because I cannot make the Leafs defense two dollars. I don't know how to do it. How do you they don't have a top pair right defenseman? Unless you make peace with the fact that your top pair is Muzzin Brody. Muzzin's also hurt, right? He yeah. looks hurt. He, yes, he does. Now, what would be great is if Hall came back into the lineup and then was useful, and then you can still have a top four of, I'd like to see if Riley Hall could work. I'd like to see if that makes sense. And then you do Muzzin Brody, Sandine Lilligren. All right, so, there's your six. So uh, goodbye, to Travis. To answer Adam's question for you, you're not moving either guy. Oh no, I'm I'm moving. I guess what I'm saying is I would move either of them and not be terribly bothered by it, because 
you you do the pairings that I just said. Mm-hmm. You win in a cup, maybe. Mm. They were they were great last year. They were. The problem was the team couldn't score. Also, they, they couldn't defend. Pretty good chippers in uh, Muslim's backyard. It'd be sad to see that relationship go away. Yeah. Well, and Hall is a popular teammate as yeah, well. Yeah, people love him. He's really not to say Dermot's not. People yeah. seem to love Travis Dermot. Yeah, but one of them's got to go. One of them's got to go. Uh, the thing CJ brought up is like the Leafs want flexibility, and like it's not even it's not even necessarily that they have guys coming off LTIR. It's they don't want more situations where they're forced to play a U of T goalie as their backup. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, and like at some point, just make a decision. Just make a decision. Like mm. I understand Dubas is betting on this group, but you can't bet on all of them, right? You can't be like this is this is the group. This is the group right here. I uh, I'm ready to see change. I'm ready to see change there. Selling concerns me though a little bit. I, well, I, you can I, always be parlayed into buying. That's mm-hmm. true. I would much prefer to see like them bring in someone like who you mentioned, like Bogosian type. If it was Hall for a pick, Radko Gudis. Yeah, well, he makes a lot of money, I think, mm-hmm. and like, he might kill someone. You're not. We're, one day, Radko Gudis might kill someone. Might kill someone. Um, you know, and that's frowned upon. That's at least. Do a people 5, not like that anymore? It's at least a five thousand dollar fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's the but not it's two the million max, though. Max allowable. That's right. Not two million though. No, no. Different, no. different context. Different yeah. facts. Different facts. Um, Didn't happen at the NHL level. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Oh God. Jesse, that is dark. This got dark so fast. Anyway, anyway so yeah, I hope they get good value in a trade, uh-huh. which is what we were freaking talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not two dollars. Not two dollars. I can't make it two dollars, guys. You look. Are at, we you looking look at, at the wrong place? Is what it you, you move a higher contract like Kerfoot? packaged with a defenseman to get something back i think we're coming to the correct conclusions here like we're we're finding the inefficiencies in the lineup and engvall is one probably a little tougher to move mm-hmm. dermot ah i just really don't think trading dermot is a needle mover justin hall a little bit more interesting okay jesse what's your pick Please for, take please take twenty minutes to describe your pick. For moving either one of these players, <laughs> we have to make the, make sure this show is longer than Perhaps CJ and I Julian. Rants about it for eight minutes straight. Hmm. Hmm. Adam. Hmm. Perhaps I should hear ice I cream ju- for eight minutes straight. I just I wanted to, to explain say. the situation. I'm sorry that it took nope. that long. No, it's. No. Did, did anybody have a problem with that? By the way, I did not. Okay, because there were people on Twitter like, Ugh. here, you know like, what I do have a problem with. My hair? My hair bugging you? Here. No, I just put, I put, I put it down. You had the alfalfa. Oh, did I? Okay, yeah. thank If you're asking me about Leafs trade scenarios. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I am. What is it? I would probably, I would probably leave the defense oh, alone so right now. so bored. I think oh. just, <laughs> I would, I would leave it and let the season play out a little longer. I think it's, I think, I don't know why now is the decision. I know. Like, why 10 games in, you're like, okay, I've seen enough. Well, we got That's to. Space. Well, okay, but okay. It, you don't need it. You don't need it until Mikheyev comes back. Let me also throw out, I was thinking about this the other day, the Leafs didn't just sign Brendan Mennel, they traded for him. Okay. They like this player. All right. So, like, I think he'll get a chance. No, I, I, I know what you're <laughs> you making. No, yeah. yeah, but you're coming oh to the same conclusion they that I am. 
They didn't just sign Dennis Malgan. They traded for him. Fuck, you're right. They didn't oh, just sign oh, Nick Rattan. They so, traded for him. You're, oh, you're a so broken tough. record. You know? They <laughs> like this player. <laughs> Give Nick Rattan a chance. Oh. What are we? Oh. We're arguing about their third line. Right. Like, oh no, this is what we do. No man, this is top pair. This is sorry, this is the top pair. To yeah, it's, it's true. Sorry. I don't know who. Th- I think they they got to keep some depth. I think you hold. I think yeah. you don't do anything because if you do something, the set you, it's it's the Murphy's law. Like uh, it, if it can go wrong, it will. Somebody will get injured the second you trade somebody. Yeah, it's uh, the Bitcoin's not high. It's not low. It's just kind of staying. So you got to yeah. hold. Just hold it for now and Just it'll leave go it. up. Don't pick at it. Yeah. So you're holding on leaf I'm hold- stock? I'm, I'm holding yeah. on the leaf you're stock. You're huddling? You know, do you know how they won? I don't they know won? if I'd huddle on that, man. You know how they won World War One? Bite and hold tactics. That's what they're called. Oh, Bite God. and hold. So hold <laughs> of it. Of course. You bit, now hold. You bit on Hall. You signed him to the extension. You protected him in the expansion draft. Don't you dare trade him for like a third round pick now. Because then I'm right about Jared McCann. And you don't want that. That's wrong. I shouldn't be right about that. He's right. Yeah. You don't want that. I don't, it's, Come it's on, guys. games do, but stop tinkering. Yeah. I don't know. Give it till December. Yeah. Hey. Um, Have you we... considered trade videos get a lot of views and it'd be great? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christmas is coming up. Yeah. Leo needs yeah. some toys. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know what they always say about kids? Real cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, seriously. Hey, let's do the uh, press conference. All right. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Presser. press conference if you're not on our discord head to sdpn.ca click the button that says join us on discord and join us on discord we're gonna hit 10k in the next i don't know a couple months we're up near 8,000. i don't know how how soon we're gonna push to 10k but but donuts on it we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have a special uh stream for 10k where Adam and Steve will join me and we'll have a... I would love that. We're going to play some sort of video game like Among Us or some sort of other game where Co-op. we can... Yeah, so. I, I also am going to do... A, a, like people have asked, I am going to do a Far Cry thing. Like my own... Like what cool. Jesse's doing. With, Far Cry is such a stupid game. It's so so amazing and it's Canadian too. We love that. Um, I just haven't had time, but I really want to get on and do this because it seems like so much fun. Jesse, would- how did your... How does the Sabres team doing? I know you finished season two. Yes. And you've got to win the Stanley Cup by season five. Otherwise, it's all over. Yeah, I got five years to win the Stanley Cup with the Buffalo Sabres on NHL 22. I stream every Wednesday and Friday night slash afternoon, sometimes around like 430 or like 7 p.m. So season one, uh, we were we made the playoffs. We snuck in with an eight game winning streak Mm. at the end of the year. We lost in the first round to the Boston Bruins. And then that offseason, I really got to build the team. Um, I signed Bergeron. I signed Marc Andre Fleury. And I, <laughs> I traded. Bergeron. I traded for Sergachev. Like our team was fucking built to win. I got Burakovsky on like our second line, nice. our second line left winger. Like our team's really great. So we go into year two. We sim through. We make the playoffs. We end up winning the Atlantic. Um, we're a great team. 
first round we knock out the canadians in five games hey. we're fucking we're rolling and at the i forget at the trade deadline i went out and got um oh my god i'm forgetting i got a big defenseman um i forget which defenseman i got but i also Dumba? Got, I got Matt Dumba. How yeah. did you know? Yeah, I watched. Oh, you watched. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I got I got Matt Dumba at the deadline. So our team just stacked. Um, second round, Toronto Maple Leafs. Did they beat you? We go head to head with the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's uh, game six. Uh, no, game five. Two two in the series. Overtime. We sim through overtime. It stops the simulation. Matthews Potter won it. No. So, <laughs> We're down in the series, game six. We drop it like 4 1. Uh, so that's where the stream is left off. We did the draft at the end of that. So we're, uh, we're at the free agency signing of year two. So we're in the going into year three tonight, actually. So I'm going to sim through year three. Hopefully, year three, we, uh, we win the cup. How that's unrealistic the that the Leafs would win something in six games. Yeah. Right? And so the yeah, Leafs, who won the cup? The Leafs went to the Stanley Cup final that this past season, this season two, and they lost to the Seattle Kraken. Oh, no way! Oh, yeah. The Kraken, oh, the Kraken so won the Stanley Cup in year two of our EA uh, stream. Funny. Anyway, this is a really good time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw you were making some real tough decisions. You got yourself into a little cap hell. Oh my god, I had to. I had to trade. Um, I had to trade ben two Hutton. guys. I had to trade. Oh, you did watch. Yeah, yeah. Ben Hutton, and it was this morning too. It was Ben and, Hutton and uh, um, the Nashville player. I think it was Arvidsson. I oh. traded Ben Hutton, Arvidsson for nothing. I just traded them for six round picks. It's my, it's my go it. go to moves. Uh, is just trading guys for picks. So I traded Arvidsson and a third for like Calgary six, he, and then I traded Hutton and a second for a because, seven because you needed to he's get Vegas. he's Vegas he doesn't care about picks it's, I like it's, that. A, it's a really great strategy I'm, I'm getting good at it and then I signed and I signed Hosang for like a million dollars and then I have another pending defenseman who we're gonna sim and see if he expects the contract for like two million bucks but then I get rid of five million I signed some guys for three million I have two two million extra in cast space and then we play out the season because our team is already so good and we have a shot at the cup. Listen to the passion. It's got a shot. Yeah. Listen to the passion. And the oh, owner, the, I knew our team was good because our owner goals changed. So our owner goals are now get to the Stanley Cup final. So the game Ooh. thinks we're a good team and I think we're a good team and I hope we can do it. I have We've a question. three stems left. How is your office? <laughs> trash. It, it's terrible. Is it a trash it's office? Terrible. Okay. It's terrible. My How, office, I guess, is my, is my apartment, which is tiny and so it's terrible. How is your, um, uh, your sweater collection? It's all SDPN merch. Okay, so it's right. great. Nice, okay. the best. It's Sick. the best. The yeah. best merch on no the uh, market. We don't sell no cardigans. cardigans. Not yet. Yeah. Not, Not yet. yet. We will. <laughs> we should do some sort of Dubas themed cardigan. I don't know how we would do it. <laughs> and frameless glasses. <laughs> non prescription <laughs> glasses. <laughs> Are they non prescription? Le- no, we sell non Dubas glasses. Oh, do we? Oh, I meant okay. lensless. Oh, yeah. glasses. All right. I said frameless. <laughs> Let's, uh, okay. So, let's, let's press conference. Yes, that's the stream. Catch me every Wednesday and Friday. I'm clearly I'm very passionate about it. It's a good time. Um, Your streams fi- are so good. I have to figure out what team I'm doing next. Probably going to be the Leafs. Adam, I was on the Adam's History Corner requests channel, and somebody asked a very um, fun question. They had a very fun request. This is from A Miller97. Mm. Need an AHC about great world powers who had great expectations and failed and somehow they're just like the Leafs do you have an example of a world power who are like oh these guys are gonna be great and then they go into whatever battle or whatever situation and then they fail miserably I think I think one of my favorite empires in history is the Ottoman Empire uh and and uh 
and I don't mean for what happened in the uh, in during the First World War with respect to Armenia. Obviously, I'm talking about the the scope of the entire empire. And and by the way, um, anybody who's like a big fan of how Rome was run, Rome was essentially fascism before fascism. So like, don't be a big fan of how they ran Rome uh, at all. Even in the Republic stage, it's not that democratic. But when we talk about like what a what an empire is and what it can do. First off, all empires are, in my mind, inherently evil uh, because they essentially go into other people's land and go, this is ours now. And you're going to you're going to we're going to take this. Now, everybody back then was like that. But the Ottomans were interesting because they were um, they were on the up big time. So they basically the Turks in the like 1100 start to uh, kick out the Crusader state. So all the the French, they call them the French, but the French and the German and the and sometimes the British, um, who had little pockets of like Antioch and Jerusalem that were for a couple hundred years under their control. Um, so they come and they start to take all of that back, and then they start to eat away at an old empire, which I argue is still Roman, which is the Byzantine Empire, which was the eastern half of the Roman Empire that survived until I think it's 1453. And at that point, they're just a rump state with Constantinople, and nobody can beat Constantinople. So the, uh, the Turks, nobody, nobody. well, because it has these huge walls. And what's interesting about it, so it, it's got, on one side, it's got, um, it's got the, uh, the straits, so it's, it's water, and, and they could basically, it's like a river that goes into an ocean. And what they could do to keep ships out was literally run a chain along the water from one side to the other, and they could stop ships from coming in like a just a big gigantic chain and that's how they did it and then the other side was these walls that were so big that you couldn't get through not even the mongols could could, could get through but the, what they do is they go hire this insane hungarian guy who builds them the biggest cannon that the world has ever seen and it's so big that it takes all day to uh to load and they say that when they fired it um your ears would bleed and and, and like within 300 yards of the can it was enormous we're talking uh suv sized cannonballs this thing so you can imagine they wheel this sucker up to or a couple of these up to the gates of constantinople and the citizens inside are like you know we've never been sacked before it's not going to happen now and they fire one of these off and it takes a little bit but they blow through the walls the citizens try to rebuild them and like throw them back up but again after a while it just it just happened so the the i think it was Suleiman was it Suleiman the great i think it went, anyway whoever, whoever took it turned constantinople into what's today known as istanbul which means into the city and they what the, what was u- unique about the ottoman empire at that point which was different from christianity which was different from um a lot of other world religions at that point was they allowed the christians to exist you could be a christian in the ottoman empire whereas in Spain or in England or in France, if you were a Jew or you were Muslim, especially in Spain, especially in France, you were in serious trouble. Like you, you, you were in danger all the time. And the Ottomans didn't do that. They liked good business. And what was amazing about them is they pushed all the way in. So they take over what is now Croatia and Greece and all of the Balkan territories, and they move their way right into Austria. So you're talking about Austria, Austria and Germany have always essentially been sister Germanic states, right? So they're essentially where the edge of Germany is. And they are stopped right there. 
But the the worry at the time was um, that the Pope legit, the Popes for, for 100 or 200 years, literally one of their primary concerns was stopping the Ottomans from coming into Europe. And, 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 and it was a legitimate fear of all the monarchs in Europe that the Ottomans were going to come and take over, and they could have. And, I, and nobody talks about the Ottoman Empire, nobody studies the Ottoman Empire, but if you want to know anything about Middle Eastern politics, it's a good place to start. And I've always found that they had, they had all the technology, they had all the money, they had all the resources, and they didn't have a religion at the time that was holding them back from growing forward. So part of the, part of the issue I see with history is Christianity became extremely regressive in the seven and eight hundreds, and it remained that way until the Renaissance. And so it, you know, any sort of knowledge was considered you're, you, you like the devil, right? Like remember, you know, the Galileo, it was a Galileo that discovered the, the earth was round or whatever, or rediscovered that the earth was round and they threw him in jail. Like it was, it was sort of, you know, and that's, that's because they didn't want anybody breaking from church doctrine. Whereas at the Ottomans, it was like, well, who's the smartest person? Let's listen to them. Right. And then what happened was they, they, make, they make it to that point. And then like all world empires, they sort of ate themselves because people become fat and rich and, and they don't really um, continue the, the upward trajectory or growth. But the Ottomans are like they're the Toronto Maple Leafs because every single time you think they're going to do something big and world changing. And they did change the world in a lot of ways. But every single time you think this is it, this is their championship round, all of the factors are going in their favor. They fuck it up. And it's always something stupid. Like, it's always like, well, they charged when they shouldn't have. They were up 3-1. They were up 3-1. And, and that's, and so the Ottomans are like that. It's, it's a fascinating, it's a fascinating look at world history because we, we have such a Eurocentric view of things that we largely ignore them. It's a fascinating time because as Europeans, one of the things that made Europeans so proud was that they stopped the Ottomans. And at the same time, they um, figure out that, oh, North America exists. And they pull untold riches from North America, which boosts the European economy, which, you know, and the Ottomans sagged behind at that point. But there was, you know, there was a point where the Ottomans were the only gateway to China and to India. So if you wanted any of those goods, you had to go through the Ottoman territories. And they made a pile of money just taxing people off that. So once they figured out, oh, we don't have to go that way, the, the empire kind of shrunk. And in World War I, it allies with Germany. And then it you know, blows apart in 1918, but it's just, it's a, it's a, one of those crazy historical, what could have been because you have to remember all of that territory was all once Christian and Roman. And then this, this, here comes this, this tribe, uh, out of the Hills, they, they start to conquer. Everybody becomes Muslim. And then, and it could have, it could have happened the other way. It could have literally could have swept over Europe and everybody could be Muslim right now. Seriously, they could have. Like it, it was that, it was within it. And I think it was just outside of Vienna that they stopped them. So, you know, think about how far that is from, they owned from Egypt all the way right up to Vienna. It's a they long, long way. It's, it's an amazing story. Um, and unfortunately, especially towards the end, an extraordinarily tragic one. If, if, well, not if you're of Armenian descent, it's just tragic, period. Um, but it's a, uh, an empire that needed to go um, but that was one of those, if we're talking in historical terms, 100%, they're, they're the ones that had it all and blew it. Absolutely blew it. You're unreal. I don't know if I'm unreal. <laughs> there may be some historians that disagree with that, but I think the Ottomans just blew it. And that's probably for the best. <laughs> it's not like they did all, all good things. Anyway. This, this guy. Like, in school, 
I they like the way they talk about World War One is oh yeah and the Ottomans were there mm. and who the hell they, are they rem- said everyone in the class except Adam apparently <laughs> I don't remember ever knew. learning about the Ottomans we in didn't. World War One we about, didn't no we just learned about the Western Front which was not even like not even the most disastrous front I remember the explanation we were given so what's the Ottoman Empire oh it's like Turkey and we just went okay mm. no but it, it, it's like Turkey and Palestine and and Saudi Arabia and uh, w- was part of Egypt, but the British kind of controlled that. Like, what what is the UAE, Jordan, all of these incredible different cultures that came underneath that umbrella, and the fact that they held it together. All of the Arab, uh, all the Arab different Arab tribes, and it's crazy. No, it's crazy. It's just, it's just Turkey. It's just Turkey. And Turkey is such a small part of that, right? There's Syria's there too. Anyway, sorry. Turkey. <laughs> uh, to con- to close the show, we have a question from Tanner Shep. Mm-hmm. Tanner oh, Shep guy. says, Hey Steve, Sorry. I'm in Oshawa for the next few weeks for work. Hey. Was wondering if there's anything to do or if I should just go to my hotel room and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Love the pod. I <laughs> Love it. Love no. it. Um, <laughs> you mean what the hell? What did you expect? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to sleep. Um, there's lots of ice uh in oshawa you can uh if you're into skating you can rent some ice and skate if you have your hockey equipment with you there's uh lots of casual shinny although i don't know how this has changed with the pandemic what's the really good breakfast place oh berry hill food company amazing unreal they used to be berry hill farms right uh that sounds like a thing yeah Yeah. berry hill farms and (laughs) now now it's berry hill food company so good uh adam and jesse thumb their nose at it until they had it and then they were like this this uh our toronto taste buds approve steve but it's nothing i can't get in toronto oh shut up yeah <laughs> but you can get it in oshawa you can yes. get it in oshawa i can but yeah. it's nothing i can't get uh, down sure here sure can uh <laughs> if you really like barbecue there's buster rhinos um if you well let's see i'm just doing all food stuff there's um uh, i forget what it's called but down south on i think it's simcoe there's a really nice like park and waterfront uh, you can go to. Um, yeah, man. Like, geez, we're not we're not the sticks. Everyone talks about Oshawa like there's shit all to do. You listed a park and some food spots. Yeah, well, and I mean, there's also the GM Center and there's like entertainment. Oh, the gens. But like, I don't know. You have to you have to remember. It's not like I've been out to a ton of places over the last two years. Yeah, because, that's true. Like, it's that's not like fair. I've even really been to Toronto. Like, it, in normal times, you'd be like, "Oh, go to this place. Go to this place. Go to this place." But I don't know what. I literally don't know what's open. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Good. You, you, me, and Justin Fisher went to the keg and just sort of stared at each other for the first five minutes. Because we didn't know how to speak. Yeah, that was the summer. That was fun. Yeah, I don't remember which one of you it was, but it was either you or Justin just went, listen, we're not going to know how to do this. So, like, let's just try to have fun. And we were like, okay. The keg. Visit. It's <laughs> the in keg. Oshawa. In Oshawa. <laughs> we have one. It's a good spot. <laughs> one. <laughs> All right. Well, is that it for us? Uh, last thing, Carrie Price returns on Monday. Oh. Yeah. That just oh. broke. I've got a wow. notification on my phone. All right. Holy shit. All right. Carey Price All right. returning Monday. Canadian's goaltender to rejoin club after spending time in player assistance program. That's awesome. 13 minutes ago. Amazing. Wow. I didn't think it would happen less than a month into the season. Uh, Ducharme added that Price will meet with athletic trainers Monday to develop a plan moving forward as he gets ready to return to the crease. It's unknown how much more time he'll need to get game ready. 
Yeah, that's he returns to practice. Yeah, yes. he returns to the organization. Right. Okay. Great. Well, good for them. That's awesome. And maybe that'll help turn the season around. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> they got booed off the ice last night, and for good reason. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's it's been a tough start. What are they? Three and nine. It ain't good. It ain't good. I don't know what it is. It's Has bad. anyone had a more disastrous start? Arizona, Chicago. Oh, oh never Chicago mind. That's the winner. Sure. That's the you're winner. right. You're right. We'll see you Monday. Remember, SDPN app in the app store, SDPN.ca to check out SDPN Radio. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. Connection complete.